common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us here on Cats and Cosby, uh, Nigel, of course, everybody knows him as the father of Brexit. And I want to uh, know if Nigel is going to the uh, uh, coronation. The coronation. I mean, actually, let us know. Nigel, are you going to the big event, which is this Saturday? I'm covering the big event. I'm going to be on air from 9.30 a.m. UK time until 4.30 p.m. I'm covering the whole thing as a presenter, so I can't sit in the congregation. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's the first coronation for almost exactly 70 years. So it's a really big deal. You know, is President Trump um, going at all? Or he knew the Queen Mum. Well, absolutely. He absolutely did. And, and I mean, Donald Trump's reverence for Queen Elizabeth II, our beloved queen who died on September 8th last year, it, it, it is remarkable the level of respect that he had for that amazing woman. No, I mean, I asked him tonight when I was with him, you know, you know, would you, if you were president, would you have gone to the coronation? Absolutely, yes. And he, he felt very strongly, given that over 100 heads of state from around the world are going, that it's actually quite an insult to your oldest and strongest ally that Joe Biden will spend the coronation in a bunker in Delaware. Um, and he felt very, very strongly about that. It is surprising, by the way, Nigel, that Biden isn't going. Um, it is a huge deal, as you just talked about. I mean, everyone's been talking about this moment, this transition of power. Um, and what do other people there in Britain think, too? I mean, are they surprised? Is it a slap in the face? Uh, maybe he's too busy, I guess, uh, having chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. Well, he's too busy doing that, or, or, or frankly, being asleep, I suppose. But uh, whichever one it is, I mean, look, you know, We've been asking some big questions about Joe Biden ever since the catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan. I mean, since 1917, our countries have worked together, debated issues on every major military conflict in the world. And goodness me, there are so many British men and American men that have fought and died together in the cause of freedom. And when Biden just withdrew from Afghanistan without even telling us uh, we couldn't believe what was going on. So, I, you know, there's that. I also think we've now reached a level where we on this side of the pond view the American president, frankly, as being a complete and utter joke. You know, a guy that confuses the all blacks rugby team with the black and tans British army force, a guy that shakes hand with people in midair that don't even exist. I mean, you know, we ask ourselves, if, we, if we're supposed to look up to America as the leader of the free world, which we do, by the way, and quite right that we should, you are the biggest and dominant power in the West. You know, if you've got a guy running this thing who, frankly, hasn't still got his mental faculties, you know, what does that mean for America? And perhaps even more broadly, what does that mean for the free world? I mean, you know, let's be honest about it, folks. This isn't pretty. And Vito Fisella, Staten Island Borough President. Well, I think it boils down to loyalty, right? Uh, and loyalty and tradition. The United States and Great Britain have a tremendous relationship. And when you fail to obey that loyalty and tradition, what happens in a relationship? It begins to dissolve a little bit. And then the, and that's the last thing we need in a troubled world. Do you agree with that? Well, I mean, it's more than a troubled world. You know, we haven't just got the rise of China 
as a military power with this incredible naval build-up they've been going through. You've even got China now out there on diplomatic maneuvers on an incredible scale. I mean, they managed to get the Saudis and the Iranians together in a room. They're building up the alliance. They're building up the BRICS. They've got the new Brazilian president on side. They've got the South Africans on side. Russia, China are all linking up together now with Middle East nations, South American nations, and even tempting India into the fold. And so we begin to find ourselves as a Western alliance led by America. We're now looking to be in quite a serious minority. And I, I have to say, I worry that the world is in the most perilous place it's been for 80 years. Wow. Now, you you just wrapped up, as you mentioned, a big interview with President Trump. It's going to be airing there on uh, GB News, Nigel Farage. What were some of the other big highlights, uh, the big surprises, he said? I, I mean, there were a couple of things that came out of it. I mean, number one, you know, we just had Joe Biden three weeks ago in Ireland, you know, telling the world how Irish he is because his great-great-grandparents left Ireland in 1840. Trump's mother was Mary McLeod from the Western Isles of Scotland. And this is something, I mean, clearly, Trump's mother was a very major influence on him, clearly a very, very strong lady. Um, So Trump is half Scottish, and he's got these investments in Scotland, these amazing golf courses. This one I'm at, Turnbury, a British Open Championship golf course. He and his son, Eric, have now turned this into the best hotel in Scotland, the single best golf course in the whole of Britain and Europe, and an amazing place. And he, do you know what? He, as soon as he arrived here yesterday, he was on the golf course. First thing this morning, he was back out on the golf course. This is a man that loves his golf. This is a man that loves Scotland. Uh, he, he really feels strongly about that, 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 that mother's side of his own inheritance. Um, and, and I was sort of musing with him. Well, if you run for president again, you might not be back in Turnbury for five years. Um, and it shows you, doesn't it? But here's a bloke. He's 76, right? He's worth billions. He's got a beautiful wife. He's got great kids. He's got these amazing golf courses around the world. And yet he's giving it all up to run for president again. So we went through that stuff. We obviously also talked about the coronation. Um, he said he was very surprised that uh, King Charles had even invited Harry to the wedding after the disgusting comments in that book spare about Camilla, who, of course, is going to be crowned our queen uh, alongside the king on Saturday. Um, And we talked a lot about the legal cases in America. You know, the fact that he was sitting there in New York, indicted in that courtroom, all the other accusations that are being made against him. And I, I just said to him again, I said, look, if you didn't run, these cases would all drop. What I got was the impression of somebody who is, by his standards, quietly determined. He he wasn't being loud about it. He wasn't being brash about it. But I was left in no doubt that he intends to win back the presidency. He intends to be 47 in November 2024. And, you know, what can you say? Whether you like him or don't like him, whether you agree with him or disagree with him. I mean, have you ever met, any of you, a more resilient human being? Than Donald Trump. John Katsimatidis, but, but, uh, <laughs> was a fighter in every shape and form. <laughs> My, <laughs> Sitting right next to me, so. <laughs> Nigel, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Good to talk to you again. Let me ask you, how do the English people feel 
about uh, Donald Trump? We've had unending negative publicity about Donald Trump. Um, And much of this is because the British Conservative Party isn't conservative. So he gets embarrassed about things that he says. I have been his biggest single champion on this side of the pond over the course of the last seven or eight years. I've never wavered in my belief that even if you disagree with some of the small comments he makes on the big stuff, he gets it right. But I think there's a growing number of people now recognizing that on many of the big issues that face the world, like the rise of China, like the almost insane indoctrination of our young kids about trans issues, a growing number of people recognizing that Donald Trump back in the White House as number 47 actually will make the world a safer place. Nigel, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. I Look, I still owe you dinner uh, or lunch when you come to the States. John? I haven't forgotten. I'm going to claim it. The next time, I'm in Manhattan, I promise you. I look forward. (laughs) Thank you, Nigel.